relax, sit back, and listen to our voices. No, just her voice. Well, it sounded very, very relaxing at first. Oh, I think did I mess that people, up? yeah, you did mess it up. I think people were gonna really sit back and relax and be like, "Oh my God, what is this? Is this moments with Mika?" And and that's what it is. It is. It's moments with Mika, and I am Mika. And I'm Rick. What's up, y'all? So we're back for another show, and we've actually had the same type of week this week, which is crazy. Yeah, it is really crazy. But it's very insightful to know that. Um, through all in all, you're not going through things by yourself. It's actually right. going to be people around you that's going through the same thing. And you just not know it. And we didn't even know it until today and we had the conversation. Like, we had the same type of week. And it seems like uh, we both seem to approach it the same way. Mm-hmm. Uh, strengthen yourself spiritually. Yeah. Yep. So, um, I decided that I'm going to embark on this journey of uh, reading the Bible. I've already finished a couple books, so it's time for me to go back and read the whole Bible um, and pick up the tools that I need to uh, deal with the tasks that I need to handle. Yeah, I actually, I have been reading the Bible. Um, I put myself on a 90-day thing where um, 90 days to finish the Bible, and I'm actually in day 83. All right, that's dope. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm pretty far, and I believe that some of the, most of the things that I've learned and I've taken back is how I'm able to gain more knowledge and more wisdom to give on the show. It's right. just from, you know, kind of taking everything and interpreting it correctly. And that's how I'm able to discover some of the things that I need to fix in myself. Whereas right. with trust, I need to fix that. You know, different things. So it's like I've taken away the religion, the religion part about it. Because right. most people get too caught on religion. And they forget, like, let's just do the and spiritual. Miss the message. Yeah, they miss the real message because they're like, oh. This is the religion, and they get too deep in that. And I, what I had to do is I removed myself from that because I'm not a religious person. I'm a spiritual person. Right. So Makes that sense. and that, like when you read something, you know, you can either read in between the lines or you can just read the line and be like, okay, that's what it says. Right. And you always will read from the point of view. If you take a spiritual stance or uh, if you take a, a religious stance from it, you're going to read from the point of view of what you were already told about the religion. Right. And uh, everything you would interpret mm-hmm. to be, oh, yeah, that's what he told me. Right. So, you know, taking a, a, a total, total unbiased stance on it and just reading what you get and interpret based off of what you understand. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely think that is the way to go. It is, only because um, one thing that I've learned is that you're not going to always have people, you know, around that's going to be able to fight for you. Right. You're not going to have people that's going to be able to teach you how to fight the demons in your life and the demons that surround you. So okay. why not learn how to do it yourself? And that's what I've been doing. I don't need somebody else to pray for me. I don't need somebody else to tell me how to do this. I can read and I can study for myself because it's free. It's right here in front of me. All I got to do Absolutely. is sit there the and focus. It's the freest book on the planet. It is. Even if you go to jail. It's the one thing they will hand you mm-hmm. everywhere. Mm-hmm. The little pocket-sized Bible, mm-hmm. even though it's only like four or five books. Even well, if you go to a hotel to get your groove on with somebody that's not your man, it's a Bible wait, in that room. Wait, wait, oh, that, you, was, you, that was pretty specific. Hey, I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so don't go to a hotel room to get your groove on with somebody else's man um, because there is a Bible present. But with your man, it's cool. But yeah, it's a lot to learn, and I, I've been actually learning, and I'm, I'm actually really, really excited about just kind of finishing it up because a lot of people, especially my age, 
Uh, most people are not interested in that type of thing. Right. So I'm excited about it. That's another leap and that's another bound. Something else that I've broken out of and I've something else that I've learned and I could add to my list of the books that I've read. Well, I, I definitely did embark on a journey when I was on when I was 21. Mm-hmm. Um, but it didn't mean as much. Right. Um, I actually read the Bible when I was 21 for the sheer purpose of arguing with religious people who walked up to you on the street. Right. Mainly Jehovah's Witness. Right. But, you know, my grandmother is a Jehovah's Witness, and I realized that they don't care if you want to argue. Right. They're there to minister. They're to... Uh, is it minister or evangelize? Evangelize, I think it is. Um, but either way, they're going to give you their message. Mm-hmm. Up to you to hear it or not. Right. They do the work that they were told to do per the Bible. Right. And that's what everybody's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to be forcing anybody to take your message. You're just supposed to deliver your message. Yep. And you're supposed to repeatedly deliver your message. Because mm-hmm. one day you may catch them on that day where they need your message. Right. So once you deliver it, you just drop your little gem. Mm-hmm. You keep it moving. Yeah. It's not to irritate them or pester them. Mm-hmm. Just drop that gem. Because yeah. they're going to be like, look, get away from my... Wait, what? Right. Hold on, say that again? Exactly. Okay, okay. And I it's actually not to, needed to hear that. Yeah, and it's not to force anything on anyone, but it's just to, you know, keep you learning. And it's like stories right. in the Bible, is some, some of the things is actually happening now, and it may happen in your life. Right. And it can actually get you to the next step that you have to, you know, you have to get to. Sometimes I sit there and I be like, man, I don't, I don't know what to do next. It's sometimes where I'm in situations where I don't know the next step to take and I don't necessarily want to ask anyone because I want to be independent right. and this is something that can actually give you the answer <laughs> to some of your questions most of all your questions basically if you really pay attention okay. and I think it's been wonderful for me honestly well now one asking people for information or asking a question or asking for help is not lack of being independent that's true because your independence let you know you made it to a roadblock that's true Get an answer. That's true. But I understand uh, what you're saying about that. It yeah. is a blueprint. Um, it, is. it is a lot of stories and a lot of things that, like I, like you said, you see happening right now. Yeah. So it may have a modern swing to it, and mm-hmm. it may not be exactly or verbatim how it happened, mm-hmm. but you can see the similarities to it, right. and you can see how the situation is the same. So uh, definitely, I, I'm I'm ready to dive in. I'm eager to dive back in. Um, but I don't think I should start at Genesis again. No, no. Um, I get hype at Genesis though. Yeah. Genesis get me hype. Like I don't know. People watch soap operas mm-hmm. and they be geeked about soap operas. Mm-hmm. That's how I get hype about Genesis because everything that happened in Genesis mm-hmm. is soap opera stuff. You be like, bro, no, you did, no, you know he know you did it. Huh. You know he know, bro. <laughs> so I be on my soap opera mode list reading Genesis. So I'm gonna try to avoid that chapter. I know what happens in that chapter, frontwards and backwards. Yeah. Um, because I was really geek about it. It was like I was reading it over and over again, like a rerun. Mm-hmm. Because some dope stuff happened in Genesis. It did. It but did. It's I mean, very the first scene actually happened in Genesis. Yeah, like, it's very dramatic. Where was actually created at that point yeah. in the first, you know. Where your brother at? I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I know where your brother at. <laughs> so. Why don't you tell me? Well, and it's like a parent. <laughs> you know how you, then you get in trouble, and you got siblings, and the parent be like, "This, which one of y'all did it?" Mm-hmm. Um, oh, so you ain't gonna tell me? 
I know who did it. He'd be like, mm. All I can say is I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> so but, I can say. Yeah, no, it's definitely something great to get into um, if you're in that mindset. Because some people are not in the mindset to be able to do that. Some people don't want to. And to each his own, you know? Well, it, it takes uh, being able to see certain things or experience certain things to let you know what tools to pick up. Yeah. Like, if you've never used a screwdriver in your life, when you're looking at a screw, you don't know what to grab. But after you've used a screwdriver a couple of times, when you come to a screw, you're like, oh, I need a screwdriver. So, I've come to, after this week that I've had, I've come to the point that, you know, I knew I had to reach out and talk to a few people. Right. And they came back with the same answer. And they came back with the same answer, knowing what my reaction to that answer was going to be. But they came back with the same answer anyway. I respect that that could be the truth. That's so, true. I'll take a look at it. Wow. With that being said, we got a great show ahead of us. Absolutely. And we're getting ready to dive right in, but we're going to take a quick break. And we'll be right back. All right. So, before we had a show already um, about the power of positivity. Right. Um, we discussed it and everything. And um, we, the way that we talked about it, we transitioned the show to be as if, you know, it's the people that's around you. Right. You know, when it comes to the, po- the power of positivity. But what happens when you are that negative Nancy, when you are that negative person? We don't ever want to think of ourselves as being that person. But what happens when you are that person? Even worse, what happens when you are negative only to yourself? You're super positive, out to the world, you're optimistic, everybody can do this, everybody can do that, but then you look at yourself every day and be like, I don't know why you tried that, That is, you're not smart enough for this. All right, and it's like, you beat up on yourself and you criticize yourself a lot, um, but for other people, you don't do that to them, but right. you do it to yourself. That's, so. that's the worst kind of negative, Nancy. It is, it's like, you know, looking in the mirror and it's like fighting yourself, it's like seeing your reflection fight you. That's basically what it is if you're doing it to yourself. So, um, I kind of wanted to talk about it because I've experienced and I've had to work with myself and transition my thinking to think better because I was one of those people that was hard on myself. I was super hard on myself. I couldn't do anything. I didn't believe in my looks. I didn't think that I was an attractive person. I didn't think I would ever get anywhere in life. I thought I was always going to be alone. I didn't even think that I would live past the age of 25, which is crazy because I didn't have any sickness or anything like that. But it was my mind. It was a mind thing. So I thought it would be great to actually really get into it, especially after this week of really just being away from social media and just not focusing on anything and just focusing on myself and the energy that I possess and everything that comes with it, right? Right. So um, we've been thinking, we've been talking about things, and one thing that we've learned is that every day you have about sixty thousand thoughts in your mind, right? Okay. And most of those thoughts are the same thoughts that you had the day prior. Very and true. And this is what creates what we call worry, right? Right. Because worrying is thinking about something else that you already thought about again, and you're thinking about it again, and it's an ongoing cycle. That's what worrying right. is. You work out the plan, you work out the plan, you work out the plan, and then you think about everything that can go wrong. Right. And then you don't work out the plan no more. You just think about everything that can go wrong. I exactly. hope this don't happen. I hope that don't happen. I hope that don't happen. Mm-hmm. And then if you look at it, yeah, you end up saying the same five things you hope don't happen over and over again, mm-hmm. over and over again in different ways, but you instill it in your mind mm-hmm. that you hope that this don't happen, mm-hmm. but you're drawing that energy to yourself anyway. You are. So what's going to happen? 
the one you hope don't happen the most. Mm-hmm. And it's because um, when you think about something so often, you experience it. And right. one great example that I thought about, and this is this is crazy. So I've been, Rick, I've been talking about like, you know, I want a Jeep, right? Right. And it got to a point that I really do want a Jeep. But to myself, I was like, you know what? I can go out and get a Jeep, but I, I'm going to be patient. I'm going to wait. Is there things that I need to do first? Right. Let me not just jump into this. And as I started thinking about Jeeps more often, you know what happens? I'm seeing everyone everyone is driving a Jeep. Everybody. When I'm in traffic, next to me, a Jeep. What's in front of me? A Jeep. Look at my rear view. A Jeep. So it's like when you start really thinking about something, you start seeing it around you. And it started manifesting itself around you. And it's like I kept on thinking about that. Like, you know, I'm seeing a whole bunch of Jeeps. Now, when I wasn't thinking about a Jeep, I didn't see Jeeps that often. I didn't really see them that often, you know. I didn't. Re- Maybe I wasn't looking for it. Right. That's also one thing. Like you, when you get a car, when you get any car, mm-hmm. you don't ever see that car on the road mm-hmm. until you in that car, and then you look around like, everybody got this car. Mm-hmm. Why everybody got this car? That's how I felt about my Civic. I bought the Civic. I'm mm-hmm. like, ah, uh, you don't really see Civics anymore. Mm-hmm. You see Civics everywhere right now. Like they're everywhere. Right. They're just sprinkling them around. I'm like, oh, it was a Civic giveaway or something, and I did, I missed out on that one. I wouldn't have paid my money for mine. Right. But it's like, I hope you don't miss the message that we're saying. So basically, in all, you know, everything summed up, this is what we're saying, is you attract what you're thinking about the right. most. Right. So if you find yourself in lots of stressful situations, if you find yourself attracting the wrong type of person whether it's a spouse whether it's friends or anything like that you got to think about like you know is it me thinking this are are you manifesting this at this point if it's constantly happening are you put is your mind putting you in this situation you're just walking right. into it because right. you're that's what you're you're focusing on but then it's also you can't look at it just like well i'm not focusing on exactly what they're doing Right. But you think about what you are focusing on mm-hmm. and what tendencies you have, what habits you have. These are also things that attract like things to your life. The law of attraction. Right. So you're going to attract like things. So you're like, oh, every guy I date is negative. And you're like, I'm not negative to people. But then you go home and you're completely negative to yourself. Right. Well, you're attracting somebody. You're attracting someone who treats you the way you treat you. Right. So, that's one thing you have to think about. Uh, we most often find people who treat us the way we treat ourselves. That's true. Um, I see my biggest thing was, oh, no, I never got down on my problem. <laughs> that's, that's, it's not cool. I'm so sorry. I took us all off of topic. You, you but, did. but to get us back on topic, my next question <laughs> to you guys would be, how do we control the division and to focus on the 75,000 um, African Americans that's missing right now? How do we control this so that we can focus on what's, you know, one of the main problems? Well, with uh, the people that's missing, that's a community effort. And I think one thing that is missing that uh, a lot of us had when we were younger, Mm -hmm. uh, like for boys, we had, like, manhood training. Right. Right. Like, nobody wants to touch on manhood training anymore. We have women empowerment movement. Yeah. We do everything to empower girls. We lost the boys. Yeah, yeah. So, at this point... Like, the boys don't know how to stand up and take that pride that they used to take right. in their own communities. Right. Uh, even what built game mentality was 
based off the same basis of manhood training. Mm -hmm. As a man, you need to do this. You need to stand up for this. You need to protect this. So we can't if abuse her. And this woman loved him to the point where she was in and was sitting in Wayne County for oh, maybe about two months, maybe three, until she got uh, uh until they got off the money to get her out on bond because her bond was one hundred fifty thousand, fifteen percent. I mean, ten percent, fifteen thousand. So it was like with the bail bonds, maybe about four thousand to get her out. Finally, get her out. And while she out, right, once she ran back up to me, and now, um, I guess they broke up. Mm -hmm. But the point is, like, some women just don't want to be saved. Right. She got three kids. When she was pregnant, she just had a little boy. She got three kids, and this man has done so much to you. And, not going to do it again what would you tell that person that just went through their first incident and they they're going to stay because they don't think it's going to happen again a boy is like a a, a, a man is like a, a child or a little boy when a little boy have a toy and a toy don't do what he wanted to do that little boy get mad throw that little toy potentially break the leg on that little toy and then pick that toy right back up and play with it just to do the same thing all over again it's the same concept. If, you, if, he, if the little kid did it once, he's going to do it again because he hasn't been taught the right thing, mm -hmm. first of all. And then when you think that it's not going to happen, like, check this. You're a grown person. Do you want anybody beating on you or hitting you? It's not if you if he only did it once, he's not going to do it again. You're right. The question is, when is it going to happen? Mm -hmm. And are you going to allow it to happen? Because, baby, if you have enough boss do it once, he, if you did not do anything about it, Again, well, you know, it will 
definitely. And I would think to those women that think like that, I know some people want to get jumped and go to prayer. I don't even, I'm going to pray for you, but I want to pray with you right now. I'm going to pray for you later. I think to be as raw and real as possible, like, I don't think that we should shelter people and, and, and hold back the time, for real, for real, mm-hmm. because I think that enables people. I know. I don't think it do. I know it do. I know it do. It, it really, really enable people. For real. Like, back to my friend. I ride her so much. Now she she wants to come to Georgia and whatever. And I'm like, yo, you can come to Georgia. It's a billion. This is a big state. You know what I'm saying? But don't come with your baby daddy. You know, like, you can't come with me because I don't want your drama. I don't know, you know, where you at. But every, everything she tried to do, she always called me and asked me for my advice. And that's because I'm never going to classify or pamper nothing with the situation I won't even do it with my children so it's like like for real we have to be we have to take some responsibility in the situations that we put ourselves in because the digger we dig the digger it get right you know we know don't get me wrong you do got some wackos that's out here that you know what I'm saying like we'll try to suck you in my tribe and we'll what are you willing to do to save yourself? That's what women need to think. No, if he hits you, you need to go ahead and get your steps in motion. You know what I'm saying, baby girl? You need to walk away. A, you need to file a police report. B, you need to make sure you got a CCW and know how to use it. Because mm-hmm. you don't know what you're dealing with. Or you might end up like me or like a, like the woman who um boyfriend set her on fire. Or the woman who did. It's a billion of them in the graves. Right. You know, I'm a piece of meat. It? Like, it's not, it's never, you know, that would be, it would be so much to say behind that. Mm. And for a woman that's in it and want to walk away from it, why can't you? That's my question. Why Why can't you? Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's, I, I, I can't hear, maybe for people who haven't been in that situation, maybe they can sympathize a little bit more, but I can't hear I don't, there's nowhere to go. I, I don't have a, there is. And it's resources. If you need help, then that's what that woman needs to ask. But if you are a woman who's been to these different places and you're not doing what you need to do to protect yourself, my advice is your life is his. And I can only say that because that's how I thought. Right. Would an abuser who would go to the levels like a dude try to take my life? So my advice to these women is, is it definitely is your life or his. It is. Definitely. You know, and that's just that's just the end all be all. Like no one is more important than my life or my children. Like I couldn't imagine not being able to see them, like play with them or them getting on my nerves if they do, but those that that's those are my moments. Mm. And if you allow a person to take your moments, you know, like that's that type of person and individual typically have issues from childhood. Like, I had issues from childhood. He knew how to pray on that. He knew the things that I didn't have. Right. To give them to me and shook my mind. And I, I was young. Like, young. Like, didn't, like, 18, he 29. Mm. That's creepy. And I look back on that, like, I couldn't imagine a 29-year-old trying to smash my 18-year-old. Mm-hmm. You're creepy. I didn't think about that then. 
I didn't even know that man was 29. That's just how creepy he mm. was. Like, he was just that creepy. So it's like, a lot of women, we get caught up in the what a man can do and getting away and escaping reality. Right. And we, and, and we want a fast escape. And what we don't realize is a fast escape always leads to a long road of, of recovery. Mm-hmm. If, you're not, if you're not doing it correctly. And I'm just now understanding those things. Wow. Well, it sounds like you're in a so, good place. Um, you right. want to tell people, like, um, exactly, like, the place that you're in now, like, tell them about your business, because it sounds like, I me mean, right now you're doing great, because I watch, I see everything on Facebook, but. Yes. Um, well, now I'm, like, and I hate to sound selfish. I'm a me person, um, and the reason why I'm a me person is because in order to be the best me for everybody, and for me to treat everybody the best way, I have to be a me person, not that I'm selfish. Um, and what I mean by that is I learned how to love me. Mm-hmm. I learned um, the creativity within me, things that I didn't know that I had um, from becoming a me person, from experiencing me, allowed me to start the things that I didn't know was within uh, intimate connection. I had cancer, let me backtrack um, on that part. Um, Two years later, after I got pissed with, I was diagnosed with cancer. And um, I went on cancer, and it sucked because I'm still young. Of course, I'm still young now, but I had cancer and didn't really know how I had it. It was a thyroid cancer, and it attacked my hormone system. I had it removed, no chemo or anything like that. I didn't know what caused it. You know, it could be something genetically in the family. Who knows? After, when I got to Georgia, um, I got with a doctor later on in the game. And, um, you know, I never had to, like I said, no no chemo or anything like that. But I got with a doctor. Um, long story short, this doctor was my endo, my endocrinologist. He uh, followed up with, with um, my thyroid and everything like that, making sure my levels was good, my hormones was great. In the end, he was like, yo, you need to start using handmade products, stop putting crap on your skin and I'm like what you mean and he like lotion uh, soaps that are no good it's a billion chemicals in it and I'm like are you serious and he's like yeah you know 60% of what you put on your skin goes into your bloodstream he was like you know a lot of different studies that showed up with the type of cancer that you had and then like another thing that he was telling me was the type of cancer that I had had I think about a 25% chance of reoccurring Mm. So I'm like, oh, I got to avoid all this because I had it, and I, you know, I got, I had the surgery, and I was good. So I don't want any of that. So um, I started to purchase handmade um, products, and it was definitely expensive. Um, and where I live in, well, where I lived at down here in Georgia, pretty much almost like the country. And it was a beauty supply store, and Chinese people they had handmade soaps. Long story short, we became cool. They showed me how to make it. Um, they need to step down how to make it. I will get my supplies sewn from them. And that's kind of how I started Intimate Creation. The hair uh, and S control. I just love hair. Um, and my really, my first go-to for the hair was my aunt. One of my aunts have cancer. Um, she just lost all her hair. And I'm like, yo, it'll be really dope for me to make custom wigs. So me and my sister, we, we were supposed to do that together. Um, it didn't so much go like that. Uh, I still deal with the hair. I just 
which my hairline is actually suitable. But um, I don't. I have. I just made my own custom wig not too long ago, so I just like slipped the bundles. But point of the matter is, I love it. Everything I've been through made me who I am, which is I'm very strong. Um, I went to school after all of that. Um, for criminal justice, actually, when I had cancer, I was in school for criminal justice. So I do have some of that in front of me. Um, very, very great debater. Yes, she's who I am. I always been that way. Um, very, very, very um, analytical. Like I'm just thank her, quick on my toes, and I love to be my own boss. So it's it's just best for me to stay in my lane. And finally, um, I just ventured off into home care. So I definitely, I just, I just had a client that was in about two weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we just opened our home care, which is creative care. And my mom definitely uh, helped me out with that. So that that's a blessing. And that's kind of like how it is. Like, it's okay. really good. Um, I don't know, we just enjoying things. Okay. If somebody wanted to support you, um, purchase something from you, where would they do that at? Um, my website is www.iamintimatecreations.biz. Okay. Now, the phone went kind of out when you said that. Can you repeat it again for me? Uh, it's biz. Okay. And then also, let's say a listener um, loves the interview. They're going through something and they want to reach out to you, let's say, on Facebook. Um, can you give them your full Facebook name if they wanted to reach out to you? Yes, they can always reach out to me. Um, Facebook is um, Belinda Crow, or you can be, check me out on, well, also uh, Facebook, Intimate Creations. Put it directly to me. Um, my IG is i.c.creations. Or you can just hit me up um, through email, intimatecreations2016 at gmail.com. Awesome. Well, this has been like a great interview. I think that people are going to really love this because like, we see it on TV, but you know, a lot of us don't actually know that it's real. Like, I didn't know any of this. So I'm sitting here like <laughs> amazed, like that you made it out, all this stuff happened. Because I, a lot of people, we don't think about that. Like, we don't think about no. if we was put in a situation like this, how will we think ourselves out of it? And how will we get through the aftermath of it? So, I think this one right. is going to be awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me and taking the time out to hear my story. This is the first time um, that I've been this publicly. So, um, I hope you get great response. Um, if anyone, anyone wants to know anything, like, definitely always hit me up. I'm willing to talk. You know, I'm real, I'm raw, never gonna sugarcoat it. So, I mean, if the person wants the real, wants the raw, you just wanna kick it, or you want, you know, wanna hear, I'm, I'm here. Perfect. And I hope that you guys enjoyed that interview and took something away from it. One big thing that you wanna really take away from it is that, yes, things happen in life, and sometimes you have to go through certain things, but you see how Belinda was able to bounce back. We all should be able to bounce back and still create and still be ourselves and never let something stop us. It might make us go a little slower, but it never should stop us. So my message to you is always push forward. No matter what you go through or what you're going through, push forward and let's get through it. So be a champion all week, be a champion all life. And this has been Moments with Mika.